I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bass in your face, not an 8-track. Kicking it good to the wood so the people give you some of that racking to the facts while I kick something, something, and it stays around. <laughs> to the Word, boot, you know put it Buddha down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And uh, we're in the house on a very special Sunday. Um, it's kind of become a tradition here. I think, what is this, our fourth time doing this? Fourth time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the fourth annual uh, Father's Day edition of the Black Guy Who Tips, uh, celebrating all the cool dads out in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, all the niggas that take care of they shit, not just these sperm donors, uh, as Twitter would call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of pain on black Twitter today. Uh, a, lot last hurt, night. a lot of hurt folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, I say, let's talk about the positives, man. Let's celebrate the good stuff. I don't want to talk about the people that's not here. Let's talk about the ones that are, man. So, uh, first of all, how you doing, dad? I'm doing well today. How you guys doing? Good. good. You know, just keeping it real. Keeping it real. That's like right. always. Keeping it real yeah. black. I appreciate the opportunity to come back again this year. Glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, so some of, you, some, a lot of people, you their favorite guest. You, you actually won a tippy. Yeah, you won an award last year as the best guest. Oh wow! Uh, for the podcast. Well, you know I am good, you know, and everything. Mm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, gonna have stiff competition this year. We got a lot of good guests. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, everybody loves having you around. I asked people to ask questions if they had them. Uh, nobody had any more questions this year, so I feel like you answered all the questions all right. about being my dad, and uh, the fans are tired of trying to embarrass me. I guess so, right? We, <laughs> they know what happened now. <laughs> so i appreciate that uh also uh of course you guys can find all the stuff at the com as far as uh, everything with the show check out the about section for all the information as far as contacting us uh don't forget to leave stuff for the polls don't forget to like vote leave comments all that stuff helps the show out uh makes us look good and uh you know we all do feedback on saturday mornings uh also don't forget you can sign up for the blackouttips.com slash premium for all the people that want access to like the premium shows that we do we did another uh nerd off yesterday yes live uh, yeah live we talked we so premium members got an email like hey we've got a live show coming up come check it out come join us and uh, a lot of people came through man had a good time we did uh we talked about the well we'll play the clips later in the week but yeah we talked about like the e3 we talked about this movie man of steel um and and a bunch of stuff about that man it was real fun um don't forget guys also uh we made it we we got to actually 138 people that subscribed um in less than a month so we actually uh, I am getting a tattoo on my forearm for the show. Uh, you know, uh, it was touch and go there for a second. I tried to make up some numbers that y'all wouldn't reach. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you guys all called me on my shit, man, and yeah, uh, stepped I've, up and gave money. I've been trying to think of stuff to challenge them too, but I can't really think of anything. And I don't. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll just decide. I don't want none of y'all suggestions because y'all suggestions require hurt and pain and shit that I know I'm not going to oh. be committed to. So I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I appreciate everybody that stepped up and did that, man. Um, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, next, next step is looking for tattoo shops, man. I don't know anything about tattoos. I gotta find mm-hmm. some black people that got tattoos. 
uh they got them done in charlotte man are you sure you know white folks they you know they actually spend a lot of money in their tattoos too like black people do and a lot of times uh they probably could tell you some good tattoo artists also now you know i thought about that but i figured that a tattoo game has got to be like the haircut game to some extent yeah you know like i yeah. ask a white dude where you get your haircut super cuts man it's only ten dollars next thing you know i'm walking around looking messed up so yeah looking like tackle but but i and i guess the way i think think about it is like tattoo is like a your skin is like a canvas. It's like an artist. And it's one of those things where regardless of the color of skin, it's one of those things where you want the best painter almost. I, maybe that, maybe that's the way I view it. And it's one of those things. Yeah, but it's kind of different than haircut because haircut, okay, I completely understand that. You know, do you, do you want to go where Bob the accountant goes to supercut or do you want, uh, we ain't got no grease barbershop? Which, you know, which one would you rather go well, to? Well, let's, let's discuss this first of all. Number one, there's different types of painters, right? You got your oil painters. You got people that use watercolors. You know, the, the, the different types of canvases. It matters, right? Yes, it does. Se- second of all, um, do you think black people and white people's skin is exactly the same? I mean, I looked in the products, Al, and I know as a woman, uh, you know, you got to do a little extra shopping to make sure you get this. It wouldn't be no they, Sally's. They do have an ethnic section. You know, and to that extent, I understand. But I guess from my um, personal uh, perspective, yeah, because it ain't going on her body. So she's like, oh, I don't care about no research. Just go find somebody that can do it. No, No, I mean, to an extent, I understand because you you, kind of want somebody that uh, because the skin is darker toned. Um, you want to be sure that they do it right, yeah, but the particular the exactly. tattoo that you're getting is tattoo more tattoo friendly. It doesn't have a lot. Now, if you were How getting you know something that? with when a did, lot of color, when did you become a tattoo expert, Miss? I'm never getting a tattoo. No, I see, I see what clothes <laughs> sent, and and, it's, and and a lot of it is is predominantly like a black and white type of cutout. Versus now, if you were getting color, I could completely see that because with the darker skin tone, you want the color to show. Which means they would have to apply you no know, yeah, different, but you know you got like almost like an outline, which is a tidbit different than like somebody splashing green and orange and blue and red upside your skin. Yeah, I'm not in, I'm not here for any of this. I'm gonna ask experts that know, and you know, hopefully they will corroborate everything you just made up on the spot, and it'll be right. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm gonna ask some people that Dare use that logic. Yeah, I'm gonna ask some people that that <laughs> it makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe it, it makes maybe sense till I'm, till I'm, I'm it makes sense till I'm looking at my thing like, man, this dude didn't know what he was doing with my skin. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm, I mean, and, and like I said, I, to an extent, I understand because you know, as being you know a black woman and going to the hair aisle and you see 4,500 bottles of Suave and Dove and you like I can't use none of that shit on my hair because it dries my hair out. And then you have people like Pantene who go, "Ooh, we got the pro black stuff," but you put that shit in your hair and your hair will turn around and be dry and brittle. You was like, "You don't know anything about black people, Pantene." No, I don't want this. So you know, yeah, I feel to like that extent the, I understand. Yeah, that's the only point I'm making, and I'm gonna ask around. Is all I'm saying. Uh, I'm not just going to jump into anything. It's going to be on my body for the rest of my life. So um, I like to be absolutely sure before I walk out of there and be like, I don't think that dude knew what he was doing. Hey, I went to South <laughs> Carolina and got a haircut one time down in Greenville. And there's a white shop next to the motel. I was down there working. And the lady, when I went in, I said, uh, I had a little afro. I said, can you cut my hair? She looked at me and she said, yeah, I can cut your hair. I said, okay. I sat in the chair. The first thing she did was she, sh- I had already washed my hair, right? Right. She started shampooing my hair. I said, oh, this is going to turn <laughs> <laughs> Then she took her fingers. that's what they do. She took her fingers and kind of like pinched my hair. 
and it combed it and then like just trimmed the ends off of it. I said, I'm just trying to, you know, they don't do that in the hood. They just yeah. like pick it out and just trim it off the ends, right? Yeah. So yeah, I had a jacked up haircut. I went back to the, I went straight back to the uh, motel and I went straight and got my clippers out and went to the baldy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's a good option. Uh, anytime that you have uh, the smooth head, like that's one yeah. thing that I never try to take for granted is right. that I didn't have one of those Shane Battier uh, right. wavy chip heads. Right, yeah, <laughs> no, right. you know, take the chip. I remember when Scotty Pippen tried tried to go bald. It was like, no, bro, yeah, grow I'm scared back. Of you. Scared, you can't come in. But yeah, man, like that's that's the thing, like. Uh, that people, because that's I'm. If you go up into the shop, I'm assuming a lot of them just gonna be like, "Yeah, we could do it." Yeah, you know what I mean. They just right. go, "Oh yeah, yeah, we can." Oh, what is it? How much money is that? Yeah, yeah, I do that. Come on. Yeah, yeah the next thing you know, I'm looking at my arm like, "Why did you destroy me like this?" That, that and that's true. And the thing about tattoo is, 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 is like, I mean, you can get them taken off now, but it's like a permanent mark. So yeah. I completely understand. Even, and even and the removal isn't like what people think. It's not like no, you go back not. to just regular skin, skin, like or wash it off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's this ain't there. watercolors or anything like that, and right. and, and then you can. It's like you can see that it's gone, but you could kind of tell that it was there at some period of time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, now I completely understand it. And the thing about it is that, uh, like I said, I don't know much, but I do know that you get what you pay for when it comes to tattoos. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So, you know, don't don't go over to the, to the crack man time of hate. No, I'm going, I already told you I'm going to a dark alley where they do like abortions and everything. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, yeah, one stop yeah. shop. Yeah. Be in and out in five minutes. Come on in, You man. give me no hepatitis, Come CBD. On Come on in. <laughs> yeah, preferably if they're scratching their neck, that's when I know yeah. that that's no. my guy. Yeah. Um, well, I can't start the show without giving props to uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, man. They had their baby last night. Cool. So this is his first uh, Father's Day. Word. You know, um, I hope I pray that she don't grow breasts too soon. That's a that's a lyric from Kanye when he talked about. Dudes that womanize their whole life, and uh, do you have a daughter? <laughs> like your whole perspective yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's about to go through that for real, and hopefully, uh, you know, when she find out she's when she turns eighteen, he won't find out it ain't his. Like he said in Gold Digger. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, good luck to Kanye, man, um, and Kim Kardashian. Can't think of two people more ready to uh, settle down and be parents and raise a kid, right? Yeah. Um, also, uh, make sure you guys, uh, understand that, uh, you guys can check out all our social media stuff. Uh, Tumblr, Facebook, all that stuff. The mm-hmm. official weapon of the show is? The taser. An unofficial sport? It's bullet ball. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. <laughs> um, and we actually have a sponsor for today. It's Shadow Dog Productions and they are excited about Father's Day. They're so excited about Father's Day that if you follow them on Twitter today, twitter.com slash shadow dog prod, um, or if you're already following us, give us a shout out and we will give you a free copy of Rod and Karen's ratchet ass audio play about fatherhood drive through. That is very loosely about fatherhood, but yes, <laughs> it's about bad and, fatherhood. And, and, and I'm, I'm not even going to lie y'all. I, it is one of my personal best performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have gotten rave reviews from people that have gotten it. Um, I do a wonderful, wonderful job about being pregnant and cussing Rod out. So if y'all want to see Rod get cussed out, mm-hmm. please. 
please do yes this. it's about fatherhood the bad way <laughs> yeah but it's about now what to do when you becoming a father yeah um that's all you have to do follow them on twitter or give them a shout out on twitter and you can hear what kind of father rod would have made in our hilarious audio play drive through yes because we're both irresponsible Mm-hmm. so make sure you guys do that man uh it's, it's, it's a very uh easy way to get a free audio play and uh i think you guys enjoy it because uh it was funny as hell we, yes it we was hard a, for us to get through it without laughing yes we had a great time so uh not to sound too cliche man but i was checking my email today and uh i just saved a lot of money on my insurance by using geico for real <laughs> yeah for real yeah, yeah yeah that's not just a slogan to us yeah. it's like yeah we did change you and we did save a few hundred dollars thank you yeah. geico i thought it was a joke man but um yeah y'all should think about switching to geico if you got some uh expensive ass insurance um another thing i was thinking about had a couple random thoughts throughout the day um the first was i was thinking about the bible and specifically the old testament Mm -hmm. and you know how like uh a lot of people even now a lot of people are like god's gonna get these people god's gonna do that whenever there's like a hurricane like god sent that hurricane you know and that's all that's really old testament thinking like you know that's that's how he used to do we're gonna get rid of all the boy scouts you know that yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah yeah make sure you lean forward to that mic dad but oh uh, all right yeah yeah it'd be like you know all oh, the boy scouts letting them, them gay kids in kill all the boy scouts that's how you know god used to get down or whatever yep. um so i was thinking about the old testament and all the stuff that happens in the old testament mm-hmm for an all-knowing and powerful deity god sure did get surprised a lot in the bible Mm. now he really got caught off guard a lot man it was like you know uh, like it, it seemed like he was also making up the punishments by the seat of his pants like there was no uniform like <laughs> this this is what i do to people that do this thing it was just kind of like well this dude is worse than that dude so i'm just gonna it's gonna i'm gonna make his punishment that he got to do something else so he, he didn't have no sentence in laws no truth and sentencing and all that stuff. right yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> not to the ten commandments yeah, right. yeah there's yeah. no uniform sentencing and i kept thinking like whose job was it since he didn't seem to know everything whose job was it to tell him when things were getting out of control i won't want that job could you imagine yeah but like, hey 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 and he looks at you and you just start to tremble and you're like you uh, um um, I, I I don't think that's right. Um, um, um hey boss, hey, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to get fired. You know, don't 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 send me to hell. You know, I'm just I just I'm just trying to you know come come and tell you you know what what I think is best. Did I ask for your opinion? Right. No, 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 you didn't, sir. And, and I completely you know understand. Don't give me. And then yeah. that be the conversation. Essentially, he's responsible for everything anyway because he created it, right? Yep. And he had a lot of assumptions, like in the Adam, with Adam and Eve, where he was like, "Hey man, y'all can do whatever y'all want. Just don't eat." this this fruit yeah. from this tree all right leave this fruit alone i'll be back and then just like they eat the fruit from the tree and he gets back he's like me damn it what are y'all doing <laughs> didn't i tell y'all to, to to stay away from this tree now y'all sentient y'all know why y'all wearing clothes now you wearing clothes because y'all know y'all y'all know y'all naked you know it was well who told y'all to do this uh it was a snake over there actually it's kind of a lizard we haven't named it yet um, but it was a thing that was doing it and uh, it told us to eat it. And he's like, well, uh, that thing now can't have legs. You got to slide right. on your belly. Right. I don't, you know, I don't like the way you're looking at me and no more talking for you. Ah, uh, it's like he was, that sounds to me like God might have been a, a woman, man. Cause women mm-hmm. be coming up with them punishments like, well, you're sleeping on the couch. And you're like, well, what yeah. did I do? You know, you left the bread in the oven too long. It is. It is kind of the <laughs> difference between being punished by my mom, and being punished by your dad. Right, like, man. 
you know your dad is like well we're gonna get a whooping then you have to go do some damn chores and all this stuff with your mom you don't know you might get beat to your unconscious might be a switch you might just tell your dad she might not even care that day yeah (laughs) depending on how she feel yeah go take a shower yeah so maybe god was a woman man because it was you know then it's like and i'm gonna take your give me one of your ribs give me one of your ribs (laughs) that's mine now you you know you don't get that back and you uh you gonna have to get pregnant now and when you have a baby it's gonna hurt a lot from now on yeah and by the way both of y'all die now both of y'all have to die i was gonna let y'all live forever like me but y'all had to fuck it up and eat that fruit when i told you not to Mm. also like who is the angel that's like oh my oh 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 you sir oh my you uh look it looks like humans have gotten into some more shit again ah uh, geez uh i mean your son um they seem uh to be building some sort of tower to heaven and yeah. try to find out where you live and he's like and god's just like what what oh hold on let me pause my game I'm like, i'll be right back and it's going none of y'all can speak the same language no more now get out of here trying to conspire on it right yeah like, <laughs> You just seem to be very reactionary, man. And, and and could you imagine everybody sitting there talking to each other? Yeah, we're going to build this tower. Wait a minute. Can you understand me? I can't understand you. Can you understand me? I can't understand you. Wait a minute. Why, why? We was all unified, and now nobody knows what the hell nobody is talking about. You know what? Well, all he right. was a, God was a lot of very hands-on then. Because, like, that was a thing back then. He would come down and give speeches and shit too. Like he wouldn't just do it. It was it's like none of y'all could talk to each other. Then he'd come down and be like, the reason y'all can't talk to each other is because y'all was trying to build that tower and yeah. find out where I was live. Yeah. Are y'all out of your mind? Like now y'all gonna war with each other and for lands and stupid stuff like that because y'all don't understand yeah, wh- each other. Wh- I'm out. Bam. Let me tell you why. Because in the old school, he didn't have his corporation together. Now he has a corporation. You know, mm-hmm. how you have a CEO. You, you know, yeah. CFO. It's That's more right. organized now. Yeah. You know, now you have a chain of command. Yeah. You know, you raise people up. You know, you send the angels out dispersing information. You, got the you know, IT it, department. Yeah, you got right. the IT audit, audit department. Yeah, it's accounting. it's a yeah. lot uh better organized now. You yeah. know before it was just a one main entity so he was trying to do it all yeah he probably outsourced a lot of stuff That's to right. india of course yeah probably so oh yeah it's yeah. cheaper like you ever be praying and then the dude is like hi this is john smith how can i help you you're like whoa <laughs> hold up hold up dude this is not who i was trying to get in contact with it's like no this is me i am jesus <laughs> um but uh yeah i just i just wonder about that um another thing i was thinking about man we watched uh man of steel the other day yeah. um and we i enjoyed it i like Karen, me too we both enjoyed it it's a superman movie but it's the best superman movie they ever did because um yes superman is finally able to do superman shit because we got yeah. superman technology now because he can he, move huh? yeah right. he, he ain't on strings and you yeah. ain't got to go get richard pride as a comic relief oh, because oh. superman can't do nothing uh-huh. yeah and we don't need like the uh we don't need the music anymore you know no. like to me, that was the best part of the old Superman anyway. It was just the... Yes. But, but, but you know, you had to cover that up. Why? Because he was hanging from strings. <laughs> right, yeah. So it had a lot of, it had a lot of that in it. And, um, I felt like this new Superman didn't need as much of that because, uh, I don't need horns when you throw a motherfucker through a building and the building collapses. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that had a lot more impact than them, them horn solos. Yes, it did. So some uh, good fight scenes in there. Oh, yeah, excellent. Oh, the last like 45 minutes, minutes is just, was just epic. It, it's like somebody just fighting through downtown New York oh, that's what I'm talking and about. just. 
people dying and stuff exploding and uh superman being super it was it was awesome man yeah it, it feel like this for 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 me um i like action and I know a lot of the other Supermans didn't have as much action in it because the technology wouldn't have, wouldn't have, didn't allow them to do the cool like the stuff. Superman, the yeah, super the cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. And it's like with the comic book, that's what he did. He, 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 he blew up stuff and fought people in the middle of downtown cities. And, yeah. and I think one of them, he died in the middle of a city and stuff like that. So it's oh. one of those things where, uh, for the first time ever, it's like the comic book was, had the ability to come to life. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I'd have watched that and we'd have had 45 minutes of him floating around uh, with Lois Lane, I'd have been highly upset. I know, right? I like stuff blowing up. I like the fight scenes. I like uh, the villain was great. I mean, like I said, overall, I liked the movie. You like yeah. the action. And the thing, the thing also uh, was like with all that action and stuff, it really made me hate Lois Lane. Uh, like I've always kind of hated her as a character. But it was even more hate in this because I wonder how many people could have been saved if she had just sat her ass down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like how many situations was Superman having to pick between saving like a bus full of homeless orphans and Lois Lane is just like, but I need to get to the bottom of this myself. And he's like, I'll be right back, homeless orphans and got to go save the white woman again. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. When, 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 uh. He's like, okay, I'm going to say the kids, and like, she's on like the the iceberg tip top, trying to take you know pictures of of, of somebody in the ocean going. Ah! He's like, oh, I gotta go save her. Yeah, again. stop, stop being so fast, man. You know, like that was one of the things that made me wonder. And then another thing I was thinking about, this is watching, I was watching Batman, uh, Batman Beyond, this this the the, the futuristic Batman series. God, that's one of my favorites. And he like stumbled upon this villain's lair. And the villain was just telling one of his henchmen his plan. And he, like, listened to the whole plan and stuff. And I was realizing that that's a trope of a lot of superheroes. Like, movies is just, you walk into the base and the villain's telling, like, his henchmen, this is what we're going to do uh, in the exact detail. And that helps you ab- that helps you be able to stop him. You know, and it happens a lot. Yep. So do y'all think that, the, that villains just spend a inordinate amount of time repeating themselves to their henchmen or is it just that super superheroes are always coincidentally run up on the one time that he's telling everybody to plan i I think it's a little bit of both i think uh because a lot of times the uh person that's in charge has stupid henchmen like they have oh. henchmen, they be like, well, "What you say? I need to do boss? That's, what that's you say? You I need to, to do be, again?" You know, so yeah, so he's like, you know what? Didn't I tell you the last time we was gonna go and shock <laughs> Superman and, and kill me? him down? Damn. You know, did you get the memo? Check your <laughs> iPad. You. Check your phone. How many times I gotta tell you this? Yes, and, and it's one of those things where you know it was like, look, I told y'all at the company picnic what my plan was. You was <laughs> right. not listening. And then, you know, it's like the 50th time he told him, and it just so happened that he happened to go around, you know, the the 50th time. Like, oh, okay, I see what's up. So I think it's like a a, a little bit of both, yeah. I think. So Sooner. you think it's a whole lot of, hold up, what we doing? Yes, yeah, it's sooner yes, or later. Yes, it's, it's, it's like. Sooner or like, later, somebody's going to hear what's going on. Yeah, it's like, tell me to play again. What was he doing? And then you got some that's a little bit smarter than others. And a lot of times they'll repeat it. Like if the main dude don't, main villain don't repeat it, you have like his captains and co-captains. They'll be like, hey, this is what the boss said we were going to do. You know, but you have something just flat stupid. They they don't remember anything. Probably my, don't remember what they had on yesterday. My favorite, uh, my favorite henchmen are the ones that ask the 
questions about the plan that piss off the main villain. Oh, yeah. Ah, that's the best. You know, it's like, but why would Superman even do something like that? And it's like, like you know, I've been planning this shit, dude. What are you doing? Then he shoot one of them. Bam! <laughs> Any more questions? <laughs> and it's like, well, actually, that was a legitimate question. And I don't, you know, I feel like you're not good at taking feedback. Nope. Mm-mm. Be somebody, like, did I ask for your feedback? Somebody's over there thinking like, well, Superman outside. Listen, I was going to tell him, but he shot Jody. <laughs> right. So I don't even care what happened. And he look at Superman and be like, I got your back. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that yeah, I was, uh, that was crazy, man. Um, and, uh, the last thing, and this is, uh, just a funny thing. It's, it's kind of short, but if you have in a smartphone, like an iPhone mm-hmm. and you have a family plan. Okay. Okay. The yeah. iPhones on at least on the on AT&T and Verizon the two places that we've had that have been uh giving our information to the NSA um <laughs> did you know you can actually put in a reminder on your iPhone and if you're on a family plan it'll actually pop up on everybody who has the family plan's iPhone yeah you, yes uh so for all you people out there you know listening to stuff yeah, gonna be in trouble. this is my favorite thing to do is uh every once in a while I like to put a reminder in there uh, of stuff like get some of that booty when she gets home and it just put it in there for like <laughs> yeah. 415 he did that the other day and it just popped and, up and it was hilarious i was at work and i was like it, a reminder popped up and i was like i thought about it i was like i don't got no reminder i was like well maybe roger is doing something then i was like wait a minute my name is in this reminder <laughs> i was like wait a minute what kind of reminder is 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 is, is i'm gonna rub on that booty that is I not know, a right. reminder sir <laughs> so if you out there man that's fun man y'all do some sex reminders and then uh the you know that alerts the other person that's time to get it on man that's you don't have to do right, anything right do your push-ups mm-hmm. just be ready man jumping jacks um uh, all right man we got a bunch of stories to talk about uh, a lot of people, if you search Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff today, uh, this is the wrong day to, to search sperm donor because you're not going to find anything about donating sperm. That's not what you're going to find. Uh, a lot of stuff about people being very upset about uh, sperm oh, donors. Oh, snap. You know, like as a uh, as as a person that, um, you know, people is it's basically like people that uh, like, matter of fact, I'm going to search it right now. Searching it on Twitter. My sperm donor is worthless. Hashtag Happy Father's Day. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy Father. <laughs> what was Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there? Even the deadbeat sperm donor dads who help create successful kids. Everybody salty on Father's Day, but why though? My sperm donor ain't in my life, but he pays his child support, so I ain't tripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told my daddy, ha- quotes, call me when it's Happy Sperm Donor Day. Okay, goodbye. Oh Lord! So yeah, there's a lot of you know a lot of angry. anger out there. Angry. So this you know in case you were actually looking into, I will not be hashtagging that. If you were looking into you know donating sperm legitimately today, because you would like to you know help out people that maybe they can't have, have kids. kids. Come on now, uh, today is not an encouraging day for you. <laughs> Try tomorrow. They're actually not talking about you. Just calm down. Wait till tomorrow. Uh, and the people I feel the worst for are the European bees. Oh, mm. what happened? Did you guys know? That there's a new idea because you know the bees are dying out in America, mm-hmm. and everybody's been talking about it for a while. That hey man, the bees are dying out. We ain't gonna have no flowers. We, we ain't gonna have no yeah. honey. No Once plants. the bees die, everything dies because that's, that's right. who fertilizes pretty much all the plants and flowers. Yes. So the new idea is that we will take European honeybee semen mm. and and store it 
for to inseminate our bees um the team oh, based would it be mixed race b european and, and american i guess i don't know yeah you american b american euro b how you gonna go out there and get the semen like hey man come here right yeah they're so small <laughs> they just i don't know i guess you have to give a bee a hand job or something i don't know, I don't know. Uh, hook him up to the hand job yeah i guess <laughs> i imagine you get the bees you get the bee semen the same way you get it from humans like they come into the facility and then like you, you know they sign up then you give them like a cup yeah. and you take them in a room with a magazine and maybe like some freaky wasp horn or you know <laughs> like, you know they might they, be into some other they, stuff they have they have like the, the like the uh um playboy but it's called b-boy mm-hmm. and they just you know they oh she got her wings out so play b so play b so what do i need to do just just go in there and buzz off yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so you just sit them in there and then maybe they uh have some uh hornet porn or something there you know you go, it's yeah. like you know they might be into some 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 dips maybe one of those black wasps with some yeah. ants you know have a little stinger sticking out and everything. yeah i'm not judging you know mm-hmm. whatever it takes whatever to get the takes. plants working oh is that the exoskeleton yeah. that's what i'm talking about girl yeah. i'm into that stuff mm-hmm. look at them six legs sting it sting yeah. it baby sting <laughs> it oh, oh sting it <laughs> man i like to get up in them wings you know what i'm saying <laughs> up top bro i know uh but yeah so they're gonna actually collect uh they're gonna have sperm donor bees that uh we get to you know have uh impregnate some of the bees over here hopefully and get the bee population back up uh crops from almonds to bee to berries to broccoli to onions all depend on bee pollination yes uh most uh, just about all plants rely on it because the cross pollination most fruits most vegetables like if you unless you're doing it in like a laboratory if you're doing it naturally which i think it it actually tastes a lot better but if you're doing anything naturally yeah you're gonna need the bees bees that off it's it's gonna be some trouble for some lot of farmers yeah yeah now i don't know if people are into uh, i imagine some bees will be into africanized uh uh, those Africanized bees. But I that, heard they aggressive. Yeah, well, just you know, just like black folks, just aggressive. Hey, yeah. you know, if you look on a lot of these sites, you know, big black uh, bees is is gonna definitely draw draw a lot of attention to it, man. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, so, they probably got rumors. Mm-hmm. They miss- probably got cuckoo bee stuff going on out there and stuff. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Yep. You know, uh, that's probably who's doing most of the porn. They, they probably got their own West Coast Productions mm-hmm. just. Black porn and stuff. Mm. Black bee porn. Black bee production. Yeah. <laughs> Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee Betty. <laughs> With the big old booty. Yeah. I, I saw. Susan Staines. I saw, uh, I saw uh, a title for a porn yesterday that said Little Red Does the Hood. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Little oh. Red. Ri- no, Little Red Rides the Hood. Oh. I was like, this is definitely going to, this is definitely going to have some racism in it. I didn't get to watch it, but I was like, this is definitely going to be racist. That's just a That's tremendous not, concept. Yes. It's not like a group concept that you yeah. <laughs> Rise the Hood. I was like, it's going to have a little white girl and a lot of brothers. Yeah. So that, I'm sure that that's, uh, you know, what gets these people off, man. So we, we need the sperm, bee sperm. I'm not judging them. Me either. Whatever it takes to get the bee sperm so we can get onions and berries and. Yeah, I like all that stuff. Almonds and, and broccoli, you know. Yeah. I didn't even know these plants needed bee pollination because they don't flower. Oh. Well, you know, bro- and typically bro- what we always broccoli get. Flowers. Oh, broccoli flowers. Mm-hmm. Yes, what about does. onions and. Uh, yeah, all mm-hmm. that cross pollination because onions out my little thing now. Got some, they grow up in. But the top. I thought it looked like a almost like grass at the top. No, at the top it st- gets up, and then certain times a year, it'll mm. a bulb will come up top, oh. and the bees pollinate, and it'll be like a million little onion seeds in there. 
Okay. Fall down and re, you know. That's crazy, man. But that, that's that dude, God. I mean, like you said, somebody was telling him, God was standing around talking about, I mean, how are we going to get this stuff done? Right. And that's what happened. And he made it up. He's like, yeah. man, just uh, yeah. had the bees uh, put some semen in it or something. I don't know, yeah. dog. Yeah. Have them go in there, rub the legs on I it, know, let, right? let it attach to the legs and yeah. go flying off. He's like, outsource that to India, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I don't know of any plant that doesn't flower. No, and no, any plant that's like grows from the ground, just about. Yeah. It lit a lot of trees. Yeah. Like, I think because in my mind, I when I think flower, I'm thinking like the flower shop. You know, big sunflowers, roses. Yeah, right, yeah. But oh. you know, I'm a, a you know, I guess uh, other than like your grasses and stuff, um, everything must flower. Yeah, grass. Grass has seeds on it. It flowers too. If you let it grow high enough, it will. Do bees pollinate grass? Um, I don't know what pollinates grass. I think mm. I don't know. That's a good question. Grass might pollinate itself. This, yeah. this shit itches when it I gets to flight right. in there. You're like, you know <laughs> what? Now nah, you good. I, I got my own semen. Yeah. <laughs> take 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 I'm this. Grass. I'm yellow, yellow everywhere. You're like, oh. I'm assuming trees. Keep that must, pollen. I'm assuming trees must must uh, pollinate that's themselves. All that, just that about pollen, the wind blowing it yeah. around. Yep. That's, that's that's nothing but tree sperm. That's tree sex, yeah. Yeah, all, all over yeah. everybody's cars. Yeah, that's just, right, trees are some freaks, man. I know, man. I yeah, know. they giving everybody a little something, For something. months. Mm-hmm. And then they take a bath. All right, let's rain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it all on your car and your <laughs> face. In your face, down your throat. Right. That's why you can't breathe. <laughs> right. Trees be freaky. Um, all right, here's an article. This is a news article about, uh, this is a news flash that a lot of people didn't know. So I, I'll play this Do for you guys. Do we see a difference? Because uh, I'm sure you all are going to be shocked. Shocked, I tell you, to hear this news. In, uh, in suburban areas versus metropolitan areas in terms of uh, housing discrimination? I don't, I don't think so. I think wherever they test, they find it. Um, New York City is um, the, one of the, I think, the second or third most segregated um, city in the country. So you have a very mm. segregated suburban county of Westchester, and you have a very segregated inner city. Right. If I could just chime in there for a second. Please do. Um, even in Westchester County, in the more urban areas, uh, for instance, New Rochelle, Mount Vernon, and Yonkers in the uh, southern part of the county, which we didn't test in our last round of testing, mm. uh, you still see segregation there. You still see neighborhoods that are almost all white and neighborhoods that are almost all black and almost all Hispanic. So it seems, even though those uh, municipalities have a higher minority population at large. There's a lot of segregation within. All right. So what you're hearing people talk about is a new study, a major federal study that has found that minority renters and home buyers who test the housing market for discrimination were told about and shown fewer homes and apartments than their equally qualified white counterparts. I believe that. So, you know, uh, apparently, uh, the, the the Department of Housing and Urban Development had released results of the study in which pairs uh, of testers, one white, one minority, were deployed last year to do more than 8,000 tests separate across 28 metropolitan areas. So they did a wow. real study. Like they was like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it enough where if it's a pattern, yeah. we're gonna see right. that pattern. Can't dispute the pattern. No, testers were the same gender and age and presented themselves as qualified to rent or buy a unit. Minorities usually were able to get appointments and see at least one unit. But study authors say the more subtle discrimination of telling them about and or showing fewer units making house makes housing searches more costly and limits their options. So it's like, oh, if you can afford this one unit, we're going to show you. 
um then you can live here but uh we're not going to show you every single option you have uh available to in this housing unit or this this neighborhood or this uh rental unit we're gonna just show you what we want you to see and that's it so Hmm. kind of reminds me of that eddie murphy skit about where he was white um on the bus (laughs) where he was white for a day in the white makeup and all the white people was like uh sir uh you're not qualified to get this this loan and then just the next thing you know, the white dude like opens up a, a vault and starts giving Eddie Murphy money and you know, they they're on the bus together and like everybody's like all uh just chilling, you know, waiting on the bus and then a the black dude gets off the bus and then white people bring out alcohol and drinks and <laughs> music. Like it just feels like that with like the secret white world of goodness that no black people are allowed in. And and to me uh, maybe just my perspective if you're renting, don't you want as many people to, in there as possible? And don't you want to show them every uh, possible area? And uh, the thing is that I, I guess from my person's perspective, uh, not everybody, but sometimes it's very irritating when you talk to people from the northern states because a lot of them want to act like people down south are, are bumpkins and, and they racist and all this stuff. When honestly up north, it is literally more racist than down south. But a lot of people up north think they have over, overgrown or because all the slaves ran up north that racism does not exist. Down here, we ain't got no Chinatown. Down here, we ain't got no Korean town. You know, down here, we, we, and we, because of the laws, we are actually are forced to be more uh interactive with each other than up there you know a, a lot of places up north if you don't want to deal with black people you ain't got to if you don't want to deal with white people you don't have to you know you, you if you, you 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 can segregate yourself and not be forced to interact down here you have to yeah. be because of the laws and things like that yes it is racist down here yes we do have a lot of crazy laws and rules and regulations don't get me wrong but it's funny how people up north turn their nose up but yet, you guys are segregated and racist as much as we are down south. It's a country thing. Yep, I agree. Um, also, did you guys know this and more shocking news being revealed today on the Blackout Tips? Facebook revealed governments have been spying uh, with your Facebook accounts. Microsoft, too. They both unveiled numbers. They couldn't be exactly specific. But uh, according to Facebook top attorney Ted Uliot. Uh, for a six-month period ending December 31st, 2012, the total number of user data requests Facebook received from any and all government entities in the U.S. was between 9,000 and 10,000. Mm. The company can only release the bucketed numbers in a range, but those 9 to 10,000 requests correspond to the 18 to 19,000 accounts. Uh, we don't know how many of these requests were executed by Facebook. Uh, a Wall Street Journal source says the company complied at least partially with 79 percent of them. This is Facebook. This, as Facebook is quick to point out, is a minuscule fraction of the network's billion plus user base. But it's only a six month range out of many, many users in the global popularity of global popularity. It also is worth noting that not all these requests pertain to the F- FISA. Pfizer or national security re- related investigations. Some of them could have been for things like a local sheriff trying to find a missing child. Um, yeah, right. So they don't they don't know 100 percent what which requests were about what. But um, I'm actually shocked a little bit that the number's so low. Now that number's actually probably higher than that. They get all types of requests. It's one of those things where they don't want people to panic. So you know, it's one of those things where you have to make the numbers look reasonable, where the average person will real say, will say it ain't me. But if you really put a hey seventy five to eighty percent, 
People go, oh, I might be in that number. Well, you probably not in that number, mm. but you just panic because you think somebody's watching you. When See, in reality, you, know, honest- you always have been watched. Yeah, you know, honestly, I would think that they're probably profiling and targeting a certain people that meet certain criteria. And your average person is never going to be on their radar. Ever. When there's billions of people, you know, you don't have the manpower or the, the wherewithal to actually search through every single person's stuff. You're probably just like uh is this person a muslim is this person have ties back to certain countries we don't like do we have you know they're, they're probably just profiling the hell out of people's accounts it's just a black guy who tips mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like yeah, if they search us they'll be wasting a lot of time know, right? yes they would but they have a good time listening to the show they're like oh there ain't number two niggas over there doing their thing we, yeah. we can go they, fight get some real crime they have some pretty highly sophisticated computers that do uh what they call keyword and contact searching mm-hmm. and they're looking for certain things that you might say or even words that we might not even you might say man that was really some really dope shit they might take take the word dope out of context and cause you to pop up on somebody's screen you know mm-hmm. so yeah and the other thing too is like when you sign up for one of these social media things when you sign up for you know when you buy a new phone that's your agreement when you see all that shit in the, the, the agreement that tiny section writing, you like I've just always assumed that I'm giving them my firstborn. Like I don't of know. Course, right. Of like, course. Like when, when Microsoft shows up and they're like, "So where's the child?" I'm just gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah all right." Go ahead and get that big one back there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. You know, I I figured y'all would be coming one day. It's yeah. like y'all gonna have to fight it out with uh with uh AT and T because I signed uh, up for them for too. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I know it's one of y'all's. Uh, but yeah, Microsoft also said they got six to seven thousand requests. Uh, in the second half of last year, so I wonder how much data they actually give them per request. So if they get yeah. seven thousand requests and they give them their whole database each time, I wonder what they're doing. Yeah, and they say they only they comply about seventy nine percent of the time, so that means uh or comply at least partially seventy nine percent of the time. So what does a partial yeah you that, know that compliance look like? And also they, what 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 is the stuff that they don't comply on? Like what are the people that are like no? Yeah, and um, I think that. Uh, when they say partially, like they might give them peace, but they might not give them everything about their file. And I think for some people, they're looking at them like this person didn't do nothing wrong. No, like y'all gonna have to fight us for this. You like you said that dope thing, and they're looking like we're y'all yeah. coming over here for dope. No, right. we're not releasing that information because we don't want to get sued right. by them. If y'all be like, well, we got it from Facebook, then we're like, I'm suing Facebook. I didn't do nothing wrong. Versus people yes, that are posting out there right. saying, hey, I just robbed my my baby mama's house. Hit my shit. You need right. to be arrested. Right. Yeah. And and how many stories have we covered where it's like this dude was caught because of Facebook? Right. Yeah. Well, and you know? and that's because they probably release information. They can go back. They could track. Same thing mm-hmm. with Twitter. They they had like a, a a bunch of gang members actually tweeting and posting their uh, illegal activities and crimes they committed across Facebook and Twitter. I mean, across yeah, Facebook and Twitter, and they caught them because they like said they gave them access. They went back. They could trace. They could track times yep. and timestamps off of when stuff was actually committed. Yeah, plus with cell phones, you got GPS on all that stuff. They can tell you yes. just about exactly where, you know, where you was. Well, I was at a restaurant eating, and my husband's car ran off the uh, thing. Nah, your phone was in that car for about right. you know, five minutes. That's how almost every episode of Snapped ends on yeah. oxygen. Is, <laughs> yeah, yes, it well, does. Actually, by triangulating your phone through these three <laughs> towers, uh, there's no way that you were across town. You could have been there. Exactly right. Um, but uh, that, the other thing, too, is um, uh, Professor Elsie just saying in the chat room, that a lot of the stuff is uh once you hand your stuff over to a third party, yeah. if they hand your stuff to the government, 
it's not covered by the fourth amendment so you can't you know or like you can't just be like uh-uh you, you you can't have my data that i ain't get at to you so it's like uh you know people do this all the time i mean everybody listening to this has probably done it to get on spreecast to yeah. sign up for yahoo or gmail to, like you probably you know if one of them uh your just your even your uh internet service providers right. Uh, you know, if, if, if they say, Hey, who's been downloading, uh, Little Red Rise the Hood and they come through, uh, AT&T, they might be like, Oh, here you go. Here's our records. Yep. Um, this new Pope, man, we've been talking about him a little bit on the show. Now I'm not Catholic or anything, but, um, I just find this dude to be hilarious because he's trying to be so cool. Like he's going to be the cool Pope. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> We got to get our numbers up, man. Yeah, yeah. he like he like I'm gonna be up to people. Don't put me up high. I'm gonna like, be down low with you guys. He's like the the Christian rock group of the uh-uh. popes. You know, it's like we're gonna reach out to some other people that uh you know that that need to hear the message, and maybe we put a little Christian rock out there. More people come to the concert. His newest thing is that he is now he blessed hundreds of Harley Davidsons. Oh man. Yeah, he's so cool, man. Like, so radical that he blessed the motorcycles, man. Because, see, you don't get it. The other popes, they're out of the loop. But this pope, like, he probably watches Sons of Anarchy or something like that. And he, yeah. like, he'll bless your motorcycle because, you know, nothing more more radical than that. Yeah, hundreds of Honda CRVs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, just keep not paying attention to the child rape. Other than that. Yeah, right. Cool, baby. Woo. <laughs> New pope. Um, the NFL implemented a new bag policy. Uh, ladies, oh, yeah. leave your purses at home. Yep, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I kind of want to speak on that. Well, you can bring too. a bag now for people that go. Well, I don't. I I can't bring a bag. No, you can purchase an NFL approved hand uh, handbag. Yeah, no problem. Now you can also bring a bag of your own that is as long as it's no bigger than the size of a hand now i guess you need to decide whose hands count you know yeah like personally i'd be like well michael jordan's hands is what i was going after but you know it depends um but they will provide bags um that you can buy i believe with like nfl logos that are 100 percent clear plastic yeah uh-huh clear plastic mm-hmm. so i can see through your bag and yeah Everything you have in there, ladies. We're finally gonna get to the truth of what you ladies have in yeah. these purses. Oh, oh, so you want to see my supersized tampons and, mm-hmm. t- and pads? That's that's what we 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 want to see. Let's bring it we all know, out into the open. You, you, you want to see if I'm taking birth control yeah. and my my minor ultra tricycling? You want to yeah, see let's my share high blood pressure pills? Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 the th- the thing about it is that with the NFL having people putting their asses in the seats. Mm-hmm. And with the NFL wanting to appeal to women, I mean, because women love football too, and it's like, you, to me, you're like, men, no problem. We know y'all don't got pocketbooks, but 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 them vaginas over there, Girl. we don't got no time for y'all. And, and it's one of those things where when women say, hey, you know what, y'all kind of pushing me out the window, going to take you on your pocketbook and don't come. And you know what, attendance, it wouldn't surprise me if attendance went down for the simple fact where, if let, let, let's say I bought NFL merchandise, there happen to be a pocketbook that's not see through. Now I can't go into the stadium with the product with with, with your product that I bought, mm. you know. And it's one of those things where it's like my money is green too, my money spends too, and you know what? If I and, and you're gonna have some women to say if I can't go in there without um 
feeling as though I'm being uh, ostracized because I'm a woman mm-hmm. while I stay my ass at home and watch on my HD TV and versus spending the hundreds and thousands of dollars to go to your stadium. Word. Well, you know, my thing though is I, this feels like after the shooting at the movies last two years ago, the Batman movie and how they were like, when when you go into a theater, we're going to look into your woman's purse now. And it was like, it makes people feel like there's an element of security and safety, but that wouldn't have stopped what happened. Like the thing, the impetus for this was a guy snuck into the back door of a theater and opened fire in a, in a movie, a crowded movie theater that's he didn't this woman didn't sneak in a purse and then he pulled out some guns and armor and uh mad gas mask and grenades that's not how it happened there was no uh yeah there's no assault rifle in her purse i think this is one of those things that gives us the illusion of security like we're gonna put a wand over everybody but when they go in but really it's like terrorists would laugh at that shit if that's if they really wanted to attack a game that's not how they would do it no and 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 i think and i think the problem is that because like it's it's one of those things when it comes to vaginas and penises nobody really cares about issues of vaginas it's like oh that don't affect my dick let me go on in here watch the game (laughs) rah 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 you know, I'm honestly, you know, so men is like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I can still go in here. But, but, but let's say they say, dude, you can't bring your wallets. What you mean I can't bring my wallet? What you mean I can't wear my jersey? I was saying your testosterone would go up. Well, how do you think women feel when you tell me that I can't bring my pocketbook that I paid for into your stadium? Because I think they were saying that, um, uh, it slows it down. Uh, you, you know what? If you that late to the game, you need to be late. Go come early so you can have the time for them to search through your shit. Yeah. yeah, they should they should take the people with the purses and put them in another line. Say, okay, you go through that line. Everybody else, you straight. You go through here. Yeah, that was that to now, me. That we- actually seems like a more reasonable solution to this, which is okay. You you want to bring your purse that bad? You know, security wise, we're gonna look in it. Yeah. Um. So if if you would like to wait an extra twenty minutes to get into the game because you would like to bring your purse, fine with us. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I guess from um like I said, from my personal perspective a lot of people will make a decision of not going if mama don't go ain't nobody going like people a lot of people make family events that it is and and in some stadiums they kept like panther stadium they don't deal with a lot of that rowdiness and all that stuff but at some stadiums they do and it's one of those things where if you're a woman you're like okay i come to the stadium yeah i gotta deal with the rowdiness the rude people the drunk people and all that stuff but now you're telling me i can't bring my pocketbook so would you rather do an experience where we're spending, you know, $50 for me and you to eat a snack uh, at that snack bar and we pay $2,000 a piece for these, you know, seats? Well, hopefully PSLs. not $2,000. PSLs, man. Yeah, that's we, what I'm if, saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Are oh, you talking about for the entire season? Yeah. Like, oh, like, like, I was like, going to say, if I pay $2,000 at a game, no, that's just for the season. I'm giving yeah, up. And, and, I'm giving up. I'm going to pay the $50 tickets. for a snack if it's, if I pay $2,000 for, for a ticket to a game. And, 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 and for some stadiums, some of the seats are really that expensive. But, you know, for mm. some people, that's like a P, you know, PSL. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're... The people that, those aren't the people we're talking about. Like, honestly, 
the people that paid two thousand dollars uh to sit up front they're gonna be in the suite th- yeah they gonna they gonna have snacks they not worried oh, about this oh, shit. and they probably the, snacks off for free but, you're but joe about blow your that paid person. 95 dollars to sit near the nosebleeds where with a light set yeah god the, where god is looking down at him being like should i destroy this tower because they getting kind of close or you were you swat nets yeah him yeah. okay i understand that yeah that dude is gonna be like you know this is me now here's the thing i'll say though like I, one, I just don't think it's gonna add any security. Which is the main, I don't think that they're, they're looking to sneak a purse bomb into, you know, the sporting event. Come on. But it makes people feel secure and we are a very, very paranoid culture. So, the illusion of security in some instances is gonna be more common than actual security. Yep. Um, so some people are gonna feel better about this. Number two, um, I don't, think the nfl gives a damn because they are the big daddy of sports right now and they have more people who want to be at a game in some instances than uh they can fit into a stadium more people watching and stuff so i really feel like their whole thing is like what do we care you know like so some women will decide not to come to the game some families won't make it when most of our stadiums are printing money we're fine. You know, there's going to be some stadiums that are going to have issues already yep. mm-hmm. in attendance. Struggle. But even in those cases, a lot of those teams will be moving in a few years. Like, you know, like this, the teams never go away. Like, they, you know, as much as these owners complain, oh, we're losing money, we're paying all these athletes. At the end of the day, if things go too bad, they're just like, all right, let's move to another city and state and yep. give them, you know, Los Angeles always needs a football team. Let's get an influx of their money and and use that to subsidize our stuff so yeah and, and, you know and, i really think they don't care and, and um, about that stuff and 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 that's then that goes to the point where they feel like women are such a small demographic that they're not even worth being concerned concerned of, of, of uh being concerned about voicing their opinion but then my question is and i guess my question is this, why would you have a huge campaign last year about women's jerseys and and, and trying to be you know, talking it towards women, and aren't you tired of wearing his jersey? Here's something for you. And you have like breast cancer month. Like you want women's money, but yet you you go, well, we don't really care about you. I'm well. You can still come in. You just gotta have a clear purse. Let me ask you this though, Karen. What happens if next year they they don't they don't enact this policy, and we have our first purse bombing of all time in the NFL stadium? Instead of a backpack. Yeah, like they just, uh-huh. a, a, a purse blows up and kills everybody. Like, t- t- is it okay to look in the purse then? Or like, wh- like when is it okay? Or is oh, it yeah, never I don't okay? care nothing about you looking in my pocketbook. I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem. Well, what about requiring, in my pocketbook? what about requiring clear purses for expedience? If they said, well, look, we're going to let you have purses, but they got to be plastic. Would you be like, nah, that's still messed up? I mean, I, I maybe, maybe it's just me. And because I'm a pocketbook carrier, I'm like, fuck you. Let me allow me to carry my pocketbook where the fuck I want to carry it. Um, if that's the case, uh, rub, rub, uh, have a sniffing dog sniff my pocketbook or some shit like that. Like, it's other ways to do this. Well, I personally, my idea is that everybody should wear those suits that Heavy D wore, uh, where you can see through the plastic anyway. Mm. You know, just plastic jogging suits for everybody. And, uh, we'll be fine. Like, then, you know, we don't have to, we won't even have to have lines. You can just walk into the stadium, but no, there won't even be a line or anywhere to even look at your ticket. You just walk in and have a seat. Cause we know what you got on your person. And, 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 and I guess for me, being a woman, uh, a lot of people really underestimate what all goes in a woman's pocketbook. 
Yeah. It is not it is not it is not a simple task going on in there. You've organized it, you got stuff specifically to you. Got use. Your pistol, you yeah, got I'm, your razor, you got your yeah, I'm, I'm, shank. You, you know, know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, Everything is not a shanking situation. Sometimes you just don't want a razor blade. I know, right? I understand the complexity. I've, yeah. Every man has had to look in a woman's purse, whether it was to try to steal $20 or yep. because they didn't trust her and they thought the numbers were in there or she just said, can you go get some out of my purse? We all know what a abyss that is in there to, to try to find something. Yeah. You know, like. You don't, you don't know if it's a tic tac or a birth control pill, so you like. Yeah, it's a scary situation. I completely empathize with the complexity of the purse situation. And uh, I also think there's a cop out. I just don't think it makes anybody more secure. No, it, it doesn't. And, uh, if the whole thing is about expediency and getting into the stadium, um, then, then I feel like that's kind of a cop out too. Unless it's, you know, unless I show up at the stadium and it really saves me like 50 minutes. Like, it would have to save me a ton and of time before I turn change my mind on it because it was just a couple minutes inconvenience for them to look through a purse. Come on now, and, 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 and I guess my thing is this: I've had my pocketbook checked at the Panthers game, and I've had yeah. my pocketbook checked at the Bobcat game. Do you know what they do? Let me look in your purse. Okay, go right. move on. Like right. it's not like they pulling your shit out on the counter. Right. I don't mean no harm. Right. Yeah. So them few minutes is them them few minutes it take for them to 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 halfway kind of sort of glance in my pocketbook adds that much time to somebody waiting. Like I said, if you're that impatient, come early. Well, it also does help. It will help security because those people are like not that thorough so no and, and they're paying it, up it 9.95 that, an hour yes yeah it'll make that job really really easy just looking through a plastic looking directly into a plastic bag but the problem i have more importantly is that women won't be able to bring guns to the games and what happens if ben roethlisberger runs to the stands uh hey <laughs> speaking of girlfriends a fight with a girlfriend cut a sh- inmate's uh escape short Note to to inmates scheming to escape. It's probably a good idea to keep your getaway driver happy. A Lincoln County Detention Center inmate who briefly escaped Thursday was back in custody the same day after his girlfriend and getaway driver told the police whether they could find him. Oh, man. Police say... ass over there. He got to talk about his ass in there. Why'd she tell it all? 27-year-old Dylan Afrodgarten. Uh, walked away from his work release job at an animal shelter when others at the shelter responded to a bogus call about a vicious dog. Police called Aver- a- added, wait, Avdin Garten's 29-year-old girlfriend, Jennifer Harmon, who told officers she had picked up Avdin Garten outside the shelter, uh, but kicked him out of the car about five miles down the road after they argued. Damn. Yeah, he probably, you know, she probably was like, oh, you sure took your sweet time getting to the escape car. And he's like, bitch, I was trying to escape. She's like, what? Did you call me? Ah. Probably been in jail talking about, hey, come on, baby. We're going to just feel it one time. You know, I've been mm-hmm. locked up. I got to drive. Mm-hmm. No. He's like, you can't he's drive. Crazy. Just get out of my way. Women can't drive. She's like, oh, okay. I got something for you. He's probably complaining about a drive. You ran the stop sign. It's like, motherfucker, that's a getaway car. And you know. <laughs> I love trying to get away. And you know it was some woman stuff to do because. She had to get charged with aiding and abetting to tell on him. Like, that is a woman-like scorn. She's like, I'll do the time. I don't care. Yeah, I'm sure he got out the car like, stupid, if you tell where I'm at, then they're going to get you for aiding and abetting. She's like, I don't even care. We both going to jail. Yeah, we'll see about this. All right, it's time to play everybody's favorite game, Sweeping the Nation. Oh, I thought it was. Got my dad here. I thought we were going to play Bullet Ball. 
it's the it's the, <laughs> the real favorite game of america that everybody plays whether they want to or not it's a game called guess the race mm. the chat room plays along uh we'll have my dad playing can't look at the screen can't see the stories mm-hmm. uh so here's the first one a woman is using signs and social media to spread a message in flint michigan i take pictures out my windows i'm getting plate numbers this flint woman says she's called police and is now using social media and handmade signs to get her message across on the city's south side. Pretty clear message. Signs like what we have previously seen in other parts of the city. ABC 12's Lori DeGavito spoke with her today, and she has the story behind the signs, new at 6 o'clock. They do grab your attention, but one business owner nearby says it's negative attention, and he'd like to see them gone. I don't know what else to do. So Trisha Barrett did what others in Flint have done. That's what gave me the idea. She made signs declaring her neighborhood a, well... See for yourself. No hose on. Barrett believes there is prostitution taking place in her neighborhood, one filled with kids who have questions. I shouldn't have to explain it to a nine-year-old. We witnessed a verbal exchange between Barrett and a woman across the street during our interview. A woman Barrett claims is part of the problem. There's one that's cussing out. Then we interviewed her. She did not want to be identified. We have no car. We walk. I was thinking of being harassed. Barrett isn't budging. Last night I had to call 911. She says she'll keep posting pictures of the men and women on Facebook and she'll keep the signs up. There's problems everywhere, you know. Timothy Kimball, owner of Affordable Wheels and Tires nearby, wishes she wouldn't. Go to a city meeting or do something better than that, you know. That just doesn't look good for the whole neighborhood. We spoke with neighbors who say they don't mind the signs. They, too, are concerned about the children in the area. We also spoke with Flint police who tell us they do investigate these calls. They were not aware of specific calls Barrett had made about her neighborhood. Lori Dagavito, ABC 12 News. Yeah, so, guess the race of uh, Mrs. Barrett, who uh, apparently um, has issues with hoes. She's on camera patrol. In her in her area code. Mm. Uh, actually, hold on a second. My chat is freezing. I'm going to reset it for everybody in the chat. I'll be right back. Um, I don't know what that was. Okay, cool. Hopefully, we'll be back soon. All right. Oh, Karen, can you see me in the chat? No, you got both of those windows open up. But oh uh, oh okay okay yeah you you can't you can't be in two chats at once so it 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 boxes you out tech okay. support go ahead on tech support give me one second uh, only because I've done that a many a times so like, wait on, a minute go ahead on learn from experience <laughs> all right there we go by time I'm good for something go and let me get my st- stuff back on screen. Sorry, froze for me. I wasn't going to be able to read y'all's guess the race guesses. So, uh, dad, guess the race of Mrs. Barrett. Uh, Is that the lady on camera patrol? Yeah, that's the lady who's telling her, telling, snitching on everybody. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like mm-hmm. they say down south, I'm thinking that's a dub. All right, so going with white. Yep. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race is. Don't want to explain parts of society that have been, what? Okay. Flint, Mateen, Cleese, Black. Money to waste on dumb shit. Westboro Baptist Sandra Bullock White. Oh snap! <laughs> Signs of hope be gone. Black. <laughs> A soggy dog scented cave dweller. Assuming that's white. Black whistleblower white. White woman who doesn't understand the concept of dry snitching. The correct answer is. A white woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, surprise, surprise! Out there telling on all the hoes. Yeah. 
They were in her area codes, and she did not appreciate at all. I wonder if it was some white hoes. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah, I was wondering. Probably, probably only because it was black hoes. Some That's why she said hoes and not whores. Hoes. Yeah. Ladies of the evening, as no, I prefer to. These are hoes. All right. Here's a here's another uh, guess the race article. Mm. Uh, this is for a lot of people like to get massages, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for all those people. You oh know, snap! Sometimes you go, hey. I like to get a massage. I'm an open-minded person. Mm-hmm. I like massages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Karen loves massages. I'm and stuff. scheduled to get one next month. Yep, mm-hmm. Karen's scheduled to get one next month. You know, complete strangers putting their hands on your body, but it'll be all right most of the time. Not for me. Mr. Conover, could you advise Mr. Price for me what he's been charged with? Um, I did, Judge. The, the, regarding Mr. Price, he refused the public defender services. I understand. Um, I, I did speak to him. And I could probably uh, fill the court in on, on one or two things for him. Mr. Price, court, um, have you retained a private attorney, sir? Not at this time, no. Okay, do you have money in the bank? Wait, what is this, just a judge uh, video? Anyway, yeah, I, won't, yeah. I thought it was, it was supposed to be the news video. Anyway, a DNA test led to the arrest Wednesday night of a Fort Lauderdale massage therapist accused of performing a sex act on a sleeping client. Oh, stop! Lloyd Price, 55, was a massage therapist at the Center for Wellness um according to the arrest report oh lord mm-hmm this happened in lauderdale which probably sounds like florida i That's think that is. Yeah, it is Fort son of a bitch what? <laughs> oh florida oh. the customer arrived for a massage november 11th and told police uh told detectives that after dozing off he awoke to find price performing oral sex on him oh <gasps> um, you no know, get a little bonus treatment you know some side some masseuses decide to go Damn. Above and beyond. Happy you know. ending. Uh, the customer said he immediately flipped onto his stomach as Price left the room. Yeah, I guess no matter how manly of a man you are, it's hard to, you know, deal with all the emotions of, uh, you know, your penis being, Damn. you know, satisfied. <laughs> and then you look down, it's a dude like, oh, it's like, you know, the fight or flight just kicks in. You he do what, his, what you can. took his wig off. The, <laughs> the customer was taken to a sexual assault treatment center. Where a DNA sample was taken as the police laughed at him. Mm. The sample was identified as the DNA of another man. Oh. Investigators subsequently obtained a DNA sample from Price, which matched the sample taken from the client. The arrest report did not make it clear whether Price is still employed at the center. Well, you know. I hope he or not. Or is he offering his services to the general public <laughs> on the, as a whole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they put no more whores around that place. Uh, <laughs> Price was charged with sexual battery and was being held on five thousand dollars jail bond. Jail record showed. Guess the race of Scott Price, the uh, a man who believed in the happy ending. Golly, man, that's a hard. I'm gonna have to say he was a white dude, man. All right, as white as the semen he was trying to suck out of that man's dick, says Leonard Brothers. Oh my, <laughs> crying games, white. You don't, e- you don't even know black white man white politician with a side gig with a happy ending Larry Hill, Larry Hill. surprise nobody said john travolta yet this is a all chalky people because black folks uh someone would have been killed white iron smith white and black the correct answer is and someone says george michael correct answer is black uh white he was a white man if i say black what yeah, a minute. I, I, I was like that didn't man didn't look black to me messed y'all up for a second guys messed y'all up i wonder how you gonna go in a massage parlor and go to sleep man 
Land it was so good, sleep. you know. I mean, I mean, to an extent, I I've never went to sleep, but it's like it's really, really relaxing. They must have given us some alcohol here, man. You want to? No, I you, have you ever had one before? Uh, that would be a negative. Okay, what 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 did look here? Just like I don't understand how to have a penis, you don't no. understand what it is for a massage. No, no, yeah. I don't understand it. Well, apparently he, he fell oh. asleep, and um, now one of my wife comes back every week to my. Oh, Ready to take a shower, go to bed. Um, it's, you know, it's, that, so, it's so relaxing. I you keep know, that, Roger, you know, in that moment before he woke up, it had to be like, This is the best massage ever. I know, right? And then that second is like, Am I dreaming? What the <laughs> hell, man? Dude, uh, what is this? It's like he thought he was having a wet dream. Yeah, he got to run and <laughs> buy people first. Yeah. Um, Kenler, wait, Kenner, Louisiana. Police arrested two intoxicated women who allowed a 10-year-old child to drive a vehicle on Interstate 10. Oh, my. Well, look. No sense in them getting a ticket, right? Yeah, at least they weren't drunk. Damn child get a ticket. I, that's yeah. what I say. Some people yeah. look at these kids and they say, that's a 10-year-old. And I say, no, that's a designated driver. That's right. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Looking out for the family. You know, now, if the kid was drunk, I understand because it's like, you know what? That's just a bad parent letting right. the kid get drunk. But your kid is sober. So, I mean, at least you had the common sense to know that, uh, you know, you got have a, a way home for the night. So, underage driving, no driver's license. That's mm-hmm. a lot less time and trouble than a DWI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and he's a juvenile. He'll get right out. They're smart uh, women. According to a Kenner Police Department news release, Brenda Bird and Sheila Joyner, both of Kenner, were found intoxicated in a 2001 Chevrolet Tahoe. Mm-hmm. After authorities received calls reporting yeah. a slow-moving vehicle swerving in and out of the travel lane. He was driving an SUV. Ah. <laughs> that boy was cruising. Whoa. Officers it's found. for adults to drive SUVs. Come officers on. found the Tahoe after it exited at Williams Boulevard and struck a curb while turning on 31st Street. <gasps> Both women admitted to instructing the 10 year old to drive the vehicle due to their intoxication level. Mm. Well, you know, sometimes you got places to go, people to see. Uh, 1 800, we got a. Uh Another hoe, uh, wait, hoe, and it's a Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenner police officers arrested Bird and Joyner, charging them with cons- uh, contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile and allowing an unlicensed driver to operate a motor vehicle. Okay. Both remain in custody as of Wednesday with no set bond. Hmm. The 10-year-old and a 15-year-old passenger, who seemed like they should have been driving. The 15-year-old, right? yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a little closer. At least um, may have had a permit or something. Yeah. Could have probably reached the pedals. Right. Uh, were both placed in protective custody and later released to family members. Guess the race of Sheila Joyner and Brenda Bird. That's both the same race. A couple of sisters there. Sound like a couple of sisters. sisters. Let's check the yeah. chat room. A small primate who frequents the front area of the house, a.k.a. Punch Monkey. Oh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Black. Responsible white women. Multiple baby daddy having too much booze. Drinking black, mm-hmm. black, two chains enthusiast, Medea and her family, <laughs> oh. women who will flood social media with sperm donor, real daddy, slanderous Father's Day post to their poor Negro decision making. <laughs> two coons who got too crunk at the cookout. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Spade and coons. The correct answer is black. They yeah. were black ladies. What were the names again? Brenda Bird, Sheila Joyner. Joiner. Okay. It's the bird and join a morning show. Yeah. A Utah man Uh-oh. has been arrested and what? charged with rape after he admitted to putting his penis inside of an unconscious neighbor. Oh. 
<laughs> to get her temperature up and save her life. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, so penis is life-saving Do- now? Dr. Mm-hmm. Rapist, Dr. Rapist. The life, <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, no, it's like, it's like, it's just like house. <laughs> I saw this on the episode of house. This is how it works. <laughs> she had a rare disease that can only be cured by a penis. Oh. According to court documents obtained by the Salt Lake Tribune, Roger William Kelly, wait, R. Kelly, that's his name? Oh, wow. Right, ah. Roger William, oh, William you Kelly. You sure went no peeing going on there, too? I, I don't know how old was the, uh, the person, the lady. <laughs> yeah. his, his 14-year-old neighbor yeah. oh, okay, was right. suffering from urine deprivation. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Warm me up, Daddy. Go, yeah. go to the shower. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep that one uh but um yeah so she's she's uh laying there unconscious and he decides hey you know what would help you out of that some penis yeah um you know the miracle life-giving uh uh elixir of penis you know that a lot of people Ah! are not familiar with you know uh, uric acid only a few of us have the gift you know very few uh, apparently yeah so I wonder how it's they not got, a common practice. How did he get caught? Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> according to court documents, uh, he explained that he had sex with his 29-year-old neighbor after finding her passed out on her front porch oh. on May 19th to save her life. Oh. He said he did place it inside of her to try to get her temperature up. Oh, thermos, the thermostatic dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> temperature is rising. Oh Lord! Police said <laughs> that Kelly told them uh, he bought her inside the apartment, changed her clothes, and put her on his bed. Oh! He said he then laid down next to her, hugged her, and I tried to get her temperature baby. up because she had been outside. Trying to get her temperature up, baby. <laughs> then he attempted intercourse to warm her. Oh, I want to warm you. Because you know, wow. sometimes a blanket doesn't do it, Karen. Because a blanket, blanket don't do cut it. it. Police responded to a 911 call found Kelly finding Kelly inside the apartment giving CPR to the woman. Oh, Lord. Oh, so, pro- he, so maybe, he called the police? Was he doing it between the legs, CPR down there? Yeah, he maybe, there? right. <laughs> He's like, Puck, two breaths and then turn, and then fit 30 pumps. <laughs> but the man later told police that the men's the men's underwear she was wearing. Oh, he put her drawers his drawers on her. And freak. and the bruises to her pelvic area and upper thighs made her suspect made them suspect that she had been raped. Oh. Court records said the woman's vaginal area had been cleaned while she was unconscious, so oh. a rape kit was not performed. Douche boy. Yeah, so he went like all out. Uh, although the two had previously been intimate. Okay, now we're getting someplace. Kelly said the woman had told him that she no longer wanted to have sex with him. Uh, but this was life saving sex. So can you blame so he Richard like he, Kelly? I mean, Roger Williams Kelly? I wonder where she got that liquor from. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, how did she? They didn't even say how she got passed out. That's yeah. a big part of the article missing, yeah, was, basically. Yeah. I'll just say she. Can't, what, I think that's said she like came home and just passed and out on the porch. They yeah. said they he found her passed out on the porch, man. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, um, can't pass out around some people. Yeah. Um. So, Dad, guess the race of Roger man. William Kelly. You know, it might penis um, miracle worker. I think you can go either way on this one, man, because I know some brothers that would take it down through there, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, is- my main issue with this is that he did save her life, and nobody's thanking him. But okay, yeah, but you know, that's the way it is. I'm, I'm going to say it's a brother, man. All right, in Utah. 
Oh, whoa, 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 Utah, man. Utah is uh, maybe he's Mormon, but it's a white guy, man. It has to be go white go with white. Okay, yeah, let's check the chat room. Yeah, I have to go with a white guy. He Rick Roster. Oh, Rick Brigham Young's John Stockton White. There you go. White, multiple daughter marrying, gun collecting, government hating polygamist. Could have been Carl Malone. I don't know. Psycho White, black, <laughs> son of ham, black, flavor flay, black. You don't even know black. Aww. Mitt Romney's doctor. Oh. Mayo, oh. one one who would eat meth and cheeseburger sandwich with no burger, oh. and Utah Jazz season ticket holder White. The correct answer is black. Oh, yep, you was right the first oh. time. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about guess race. Go yeah, with your you initial said, instinct. Yeah, Utah threw me off there, you know. Well, there were about seven, maybe eight brothers in the whole state of Utah. Well, the next two articles ah! offer double the bonus points of racism. So, remember, you lost one, maybe you can get back in the game. Here. I'm on it, man. I'm on it. Let me hear it. This one happens in Albuquerque, New Mexico, mm-hmm. where Bugs Bunny makes his infamous wrong turn that's all right. the time. Ah, also, that's a real place. Mm, yeah. Of course. Of course. All right, here we go. Well, it's a case that gets more bizarre the more we investigate. A 26-year-old man says voices in his head told him his mother was a clone, and that is why he stabbed her and threw her off a bridge. <gasps> Royal Days live for us tonight at Tingley and Central, where that woman fell at least 20 feet into the water. She has the new details in the case. Royal. Well, Doug and Shelley, the criminal complaint gives us a little bit more of an idea of a 26-year-old, of what 26-year-old Martin Montano was thinking when he threw his mom over that bridge yesterday. He told detectives that the voices in his head told him to do it. Happy Mother's Day. I'm just in shock. Residents on a quiet block of Hendricks Northeast say until this week, the biggest issue here (laughs) was speeding. It was crazy. Freaked me out. I woke up to... But at this house, police say 26-year-old Martin Montano attacked his mother, Hope, and another man named Francisco Dominguez. Montano told detectives these people were not his real family. They were clones, and his real family was living underground. He said while watching TV, he heard voices coming through the TV, telling him to go to his mother's house and get the clones out. Montano admitted to jumping the fence beating, then stabbing Dominguez, and then stabbing his mother in the neck. The police report says he loaded the bodies into the trunk of a car and took them to southwest Albuquerque, stopping at the Rio Grande Bridge on Central and Tingley, throwing his mother over. Dominguez was spared a fall because a passerby intervened. Neighbors say they noticed Montano hanging around the neighborhood recently. I saw him a month ago. He was walking down the street. It really surprised me that he was back because... He hadn't been in the neighborhood for years. One resident said he even saw Montano and his mom arguing, but nothing even close to what Montano admitted to doing here Tuesday. Now, both victims are still at the hospital in critical condition. Now, Montano was actually arrested last August for battery against and false imprisonment against his mother. In that case, officers say they saw Montano uh, restraining his mother, pushing her to the ground, and screaming at her, you have demons in you. Reporting live for you tonight, I'm Royal Day. Man. Wow. What mm-hmm. did he think? This is Battlestar Galactica, if I'm pronouncing that Thought right. Thought she was a Cylon. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, it's like, Maybe he was watching Attack of the Clones. Is Hispanic considered um, white? Latino mm-hmm. is uh, its own di- its own it's all different is that in the uh yeah i mean you can pick any race you know i think he's a latino man 
Okay, so you gonna go with Latino? Yeah, right. I know a couple of Latinos. I know when they hit that Corona, man, they they hear voices. Yeah, well, you know, I've seen throw mama from the train. That's right, but never throw mama from ah, the bridge. No, Toco, Toco from the Breaking Bad Latino. That blue meth is real. Julio Skywalker stabbed them with a shank shaped lightsaber. Uh oh. One who doesn't need to drink water for months because he stores it in his back like a camel. Oh lord. Uh, a Native American from the lineage of the smallpox tribe. Oh. Oh, stabbing a soggy back leaf blower welder. Oh. <laughs> a dude soon to be deported. Yep. White Mexican and living La Vida Loco essay. Correct answer is Latino. Mm-hmm. It was a Latino man. Living local. Well, shout out to the camera lady. She all like on the bridge and that yeah. cars passing right. by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They really couldn't have found a better place to do that. That, it, that like, we gotta do it right here on the side of the traffic, right? You know, they probably at the spot where he threw the wish, uh, the body was thrown or something, shit like that. Yeah, he was schizophrenic for real, man. I know mm-hmm. I you got demons in you. I'm gonna stab you. I'm gonna stab my mama, and both of y'all going in the damn water. Yeah, like that's a scary. Like, I, that's some love for your ass, though, that you'll let somebody stay in the house that's threatened to beat you and said know, you had right? demons in you and you still bring them back like well it is my son he's been gone for a while too. yeah what you been what you watching on tv in there uh nothing just the uh you know the demon channel said that y'all clones and kill y'all when she put his ass out she should have moved right no forward in the dress good grief that's scary all right next uh last guess the race article mm-hmm of a bizarre murder in Houston's Museum District. Investigators say she stabbed a man with the heel of her shoe. Stiletto. Oh, snap. I'm Tom Abrams. I'm Authorities found the woman in the apartment with the victim. It all happened in the Park Lane luxury high-rise on Herman Drive near Almeida. Eyewitness News reporter Simon Gutierrez is live in southwest Houston with the details. Simon. Got folks here at the Park Lane Took real hesitant while. to talk about the crime with us today. Those that we did speak to off camera admitted they were shocked by what happened in one of these luxury apartments. New details about what happened that came out today lay out what can only be described as an unusual attack. A woman accused of stabbing a man to death in an 18th floor luxury condo. The weapon investigators think she stiletto. used a stiletto heel. According to police, another tenant of the building called 911 around 4 o'clock this morning, telling dispatchers someone was being assaulted. Upon the officer's initial arrival, uh, proceeded to the 18th floor, uh, to unit number B, 18B, where they found an individual inside, uh, deceased, uh, with uh, significant injuries to to their body. Officers arrested 44-year-old Ana Lilia Trujillo at the scene. They say she opened the condo door when the officer knocked. Initially was cooperative with the responding patrol officers. And she grabbed a shoe. Upon our arrival, <laughs> uh, at that point in time, began to refuse. I'll come with you, officers. Just let me grab my shoes first. Yeah, right. No, no. No, man. Why are your shoes sticky? Cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that woman will be facing murder charges. As for the victim, he is a 59-year-old man. The medical examiner's office has not yet released his identity. Police say... He was stabbed with that stiletto heel multiple times. Oh. Live near Herman Park. Simon Gutierrez, 13 Eyewitness News. Wow. That Sounds was- like she's a well-heeled woman. Well, you know what I think about that? I think that he should have paid that hoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, see, this is why uh, a lot of times uh, I think women have so many shoes. 
and and you know purses. those aren't shoes those are murder weapons and purses that's why they, that's why they're trying to stop them from carrying the nba you see yeah right i there. think the nfl, NFL they because what they up on it what will women what will women often carry right, in a purse right. the extra set of extra shoes, pair of shoes stiletto, ah mm-hmm. she said like, you gonna get the point on this one i know right yeah nfl <laughs> i think the nfl needs to switch to a clear heels policy mm. It's the mm. same thing that porn has been doing mm-hmm. for years. That's right. Now, now you know what? Now, I don't mind clear heels. Um. All right. So, what's the guess the race of Anna Lilia Trujillo? Trujillo. Uh, yeah, the chat room was saying they had a. Uh, it was low for them. So it was low for them. Oh well, they they out of this one. It's just on my dad. Then I just think it's a Hispanic chick, man. Yeah. All right, going with Hispanic. Latina. Yeah. The correct answer is it was a Latina woman. Yeah. It was a Latina woman. Um, all right. Uh, we always talk about this too on the show. Can't get out of here without discussing, uh, sore ratchetness. Okay. A lot of people own sores around here. Uh, nobody's regulating it. We don't have a, any type of governing body that really sticks up for, Congress uh, doesn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Obama's worried about taking people's video games, but sore welders are just walking the streets free. Yep. And nobody's mad about it. So, um, you know, this is very thrust- frustrating for, for people like us. Here, here's a couple stories. Um, a thief armed with a sword robbed an elderly man. Mm. Even going after the elderly these days, guys. Damn, man. You know, the incident took uh, place at Balmoral Ave on Tuesday at 1 a.m. The 85-year-old man awoke to find an intruder in his bedroom. Mm. A sum of cash was stolen as well as a set of car keys. The thief then made off in the elderly man's car, a red Toyota Corolla accompanied by another man. Police are appealing for witnesses to come forward. He was probably hoping that nobody would believe him because the old man would be like senile and stuff. Like, whatever, pops. I woke up and there's a man in there with a sword. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Get your ass in there and take your (laughs) hair Go back and take a nap. (laughs) Just want your inheritance anyway. Uh, police, a man struck with a sword during a fight in Lower Trent, uh, Chanceford, um, township. Pennsylvania State Police arrested a 19 year old man Saturday after he said, after they say he struck another man with a sword during a fight in Lower Chanceford township. Gabriel Joseph Palmer of Delta faces charges of simple assault, harassment, reckless endangerment, and criminal mischief. Also known as Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the sword on his head, that's what they think, is that I, I would put a Z in your chest. It's like, you don't have the skill level to do that. Yeah, you would right, stab your right, friend right. in the chest. Yeah. Yes. As of this afternoon, he was in York County Prison on $2,500 bail. Man, that's low. $250 you get out of jail. Right. And mm-hmm. you were just stabbing people with swords. Mm-hmm. Damn. Police said Palmer and Terry Den- Dennis Adelsberger 56 of delta began arguing he was arguing with a, a 19 year old was arguing with a 56 year old right wow what and who had the sword a 19 the 19 year old oh yeah what do like 19 year olds and 56 year olds do together like you know what i mean right. like what right. that they would argue about <laughs> my sword bigger than your sword <laughs> my sword older than your sword <laughs> i'll cut your ass <laughs> During, yeah, that did not end well. During no. the fight, Palmer swung a sword at Adelsberger, causing minor injuries. Adelsberger was taken to York Hospital, Damn. but as of this afternoon, there was no record of him being there, so he must be out. His ass, how he hauled ass, man. Yeah, he knew to run when he got no one to hold him, <laughs> no one to fold him. Yep. Uh, so that's the sword ratchetness. Um, we had one question in. Oh, okay, we had a couple questions in the chat for my dad. Let me see. 
uh oh wait what was your dad's reaction to the story of your brother giving your mom the middle finger did you ever hear about that when, oh yeah oh yeah when uh because she tried to act like she didn't even remember yeah it. as a matter of fact i think she had just got through scolding him. He went around the corner and kind of threw the finger up. And she, he didn't think that she saw her. She saw it. Yeah, the light yeah, was right. behind him, and the yeah. shadow flashed yeah. on the wall. I she saw got, it. <laughs> got, uh, I think she was. A, she had a little can in the kitchen that she kept a major ass whoopings in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she would have opened up a can of ass whooping on him, man. Yeah, I remember that. She, she, she got. Uh, I think all parents have whooping amnesia. That's right. that's right. And like they can't remember the whoopings they get. Maybe that's what we need to do next year: is ask y'all about the stuff the other one did. Yeah, so y'all remember? Yeah, I remember. I remember that. I yeah. was like, how can you forget that? Like was, that was that was a level of. I was like, I was like, this, this yeah. nobody ever that witnessed this is right. gonna forget. I didn't even get whooped, and I ain't gonna forget this. I, I wanted to go get me some popcorn. I said, this gonna be fun right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, everybody get the beat down. Yes, yeah, sir. I think I looked at Rodney and let out uh, involuntary. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? Like she saw it. Yeah. Um, let's see. April says, "What happened to your brother when it became evident that your parents knew he skipped school?" Uh, oh yeah, my mom said he got caught skipping school yeah, or something. Yeah, she went out to school to pick his car up to take it to get it fixed mm. see that's the kind of stuff mom do you can't trick mom right i'm going to school she, i don't even know what made her go down it's like god said go to the school <laughs> <laughs> and then she went down there i think she dropped her car off i mean who goes on the school grounds that's they got laws against that you know no yeah. one in the school is open now they do out. but now they monitor it better then and in the parking lot like you as a car thief man mm-hmm. man she's crazy she took the car looking for the car the car wasn't there She's going to take it and get it fixed. Didn't even tell him anything. Mm. And then he's someplace over some girl's house over in Steel Creek area. Damn. Mom yeah. sense is real, dude. And then she went home, right? Mm-hmm. Come, he, she comes, he comes to the house. <laughs> she said, hey, how was your day at school? Just set this ass up, right? Mm-hmm. And he just falling in. It was great. You know, I went to class and everything. We had <laughs> sausage biscuits for lunch. She just whipped it and shit. <laughs> just talk. She said, motherfucker, <laughs> I will beat your lady. <laughs> she put him on, I think she put him on double zipper punishment or something. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't lie to him. I just tell her, like, where you been? I went to play basketball. <laughs> I was there till 11 o'clock. I've been, I've been drinking. <laughs> I and lost smoking. One, I lost one of my shoes, okay? <laughs> they find me today, fine. I know, you, truth. I know you got pictures, so don't even be asking me. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that, I didn't even know that's how he got caught. Yeah. That, that's really yeah, funny. She got him, man. But, uh, yeah, that was, um, that, yeah, that was, uh, normally the, a good, I remember one time, uh, he's a, he's a dumb crook. We know? had, I remember one, this was Rodney's, uh, scheme. He wanted to hook up with some girls from, and he was, Rodney was younger than me, right? Yeah, but right. I was the nerd one, like, right. I read a lot. Right. I wanted to play video games. Right. Like, a, a big day for me was, I, I woke up, play video games, we get the house clean, go out and play basketball for hours. That was an ideal day for exactly. me. And I would be like 15 and stuff. Like, be happy. Right. Rodney be 11. I'd just be like, hey man, let's go play some Transformers in the other room. He's like, I don't play no Transformers trying to be grown. So, uh, I remember there was one summer, (laughs) uh, there was one summer where I would like take, you know, I'm in charge, quote unquote, in the house, but Rodney's really headstrong. So most of the time being in charge came down to me physically beating up Rodney and doing what he's supposed to do for that day. 
Like we had a whole lot of fights in the house. It'd be like, yeah. man, we got to do the dishes before they get home. We won't be able to go outside. Now you messing up my chance to go outside. Right. You know, I don't care about all your, you know, I don't care about all your little issues and your attitude. Right. Like you're being stupid right now. You're going to regret this when we can't go outside later. And he's like, I ain't doing that shit, but, and I just punch him and beat him up till we do it. Um, and so I remember this one time that, uh, we were, we were, we were he was, this is when he was like 12 or so. He's getting interested in girls. So girls call the house and stuff, you know, girls calling the house all the time, like whatever, you know, uh, I didn't, I wasn't really talking to no girls, so I didn't care. Right. You know, I'm like, cool. He go talk to girls. I play more video games. Right. And then like ah! every day he just slowly start being like, man, we need to have some girls come down here, man. Need to get some girls come to the house, man. Get some girls. I'm like, nah, man, that's stupid, man. We're going to get caught and we're right. we going to lose all our privileges. Just play some video games. Right. We're yeah. good at that. You know, he's like, yeah. nah, man, we need to have them come like, down. That's ass open free, son. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so finally one day he just took the initiative and was just like, Hey man, some girls coming down here. And I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, man, she bringing a friend for you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm 16. She 12 or yeah. something. Like I'm 15 and she's uh, 12. Uh, that that doesn't even feel appropriate, right. you know. So, uh, like clockwork, ding dong. About two minutes after, you know, t- tells me that this is happening. Like the the girls are coming to the house. So I'm like, oh god, girls are at the house. What are we gonna do? I know, right? You know, I'm like this. This and this is a, a good black neighborhood. So already, I'm assuming people are rent calling phones, right? Like just got some girls over there. Yeah. Yes, you know your boys got some girls at the house. They look pretty fast, yeah. you know. <laughs> so these girls come to the house, and my whole thing is get them out of the house. Yep. Like I don't have any, I don't have any like because I like I said I'm not interested in girls at the time at, at that level. Like the idea of of having sex with a girl is kind of scary to me at this point. Like that's a lot to, to, yep. to deal with. So I'm like, hey, um, let, let's uh, let's go around the back. Like we gotta hide these girls. Like they can't. Like, they can't be seen in the front of this house. That's going to be a problem. So now that we got the girls at the back, I'm like, yeah, now y'all should probably think about leaving since we got y'all back here. We can't nobody (laughs) see y'all. We shouldn't be having girls at the house. We're probably going to get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing worse than talking. Like, I can't think of a worse age to try to talk to a girl than at 12, 13 or something like that. So I'm not interested in anything she's saying. And I'm not cool. Like, I'm not a cool older brother where she's like, Oh, your older brother's so cool. It's my conversation is like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of nervous. Y'all should probably leave. Like, it's like, well, you know, we just wanted to come hang out, see what y'all up to. No, you need to go. Yeah, we're not up to anything, you know. And then Rodney's trying to like kiss the other girl and stuff. I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, this, you know, I'm being a terrible wingman. Um, right about then, the front door opens, and my dad was coming. He was home for lunch. I don't know what made him come home for lunch. That Jaws music started playing. Dude. Uh, I was like, I'm going to get busted for nothing. Like, literally. Yeah. I didn't want my plan. I'm not interested. I'm not like this. This is just uh like, this, like it was like a yep. dumbass Rodney plan yep. going to get me on double secret probation. Caught up in the mix. Yeah. I had to have a talk about sex. I don't even want to have sex. Yep. I'm just going to listen now. You know, you're getting into that age. I'm like, man, I don't even want to hear this right now. Just, uh, but we got to talk about it, you know? Yep. I mean, it'd be irresponsible not to, but I remember that day and, uh, that was just a terrible day. You remember coming home for th- to that or no? I remember coming home from lunch, but I don't remember. I didn't see the girls though, did I? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think we might, they might have got out, but I really, like, it was a blur. 
Yeah. As it was like, this is never going to happen again. But I think, like, I think they might have run around the side. I don't know. But I just remember we, it was one of them like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I'm in trouble because of you. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like that's, and that's just the level of Rodney's plans though. That's it. Yeah. Like his plan wasn't, cause you know, a plan like that, everybody needs to be involved in. Like, look. Yes. Man. Everybody need to know what's going on. We yeah. need to strategize up front. The dumb crook news. Yeah. We need to, you need a partner in crime to cover up something like this. Thank God I was scared because yep. they would have been in the house. They're like, everything is going to work out. We just break them in. Don't tell nobody. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like my first thing was like, I remember asking the girl, like, do your parents know you here? Like, you know, I'm not trying to go to jail, man. Ain't that the truth. Accusing me of something, Ed. Right. Ed. Anything y'all say, they gonna believe y'all. I think of he, course. I think he got into a little scrap. Maybe with the. I think he would have. As a matter of fact, that day, he wasn't at school. Mm-hmm. He was someplace he had no business being that day. Over some girl's house, and the girl's dad is at work. Her dad is like one of those guys that gets like a Ford pickup truck and put like the <laughs> pickup. <laughs> The clad flag on the back. Right. Oh, this right. is our country. Ride through the, right. through the black the neighborhood. Right. I dare y'all to come outside. Schools. She was rebelling. Yeah. So that's the way the girl was. You know, she was, he was over the girl's house. And so I asked him about that. I said, I asked him many years later. I said, where were you? He told me, he told me a few things about what he had done yeah. growing up. But I mean, he was 10 million times bolder. And I would just put a slash in parentheses put stupid beside <laughs> that you know than i ever was ever in my life yeah he i remember uh one time he had me bring him down the girl's house yeah. uh it was a neighborhood in dixie Hill. i could drive and it was him and sport and they were like yeah. oh we want to go see our girlfriends and i'm like you know oh, i guess that's cool you know uh, if y'all you know if it's okay with everybody i'll take y'all down there man and we were supposed to be like going to the park to play basketball i was like you know y'all go down there for five ten minutes and we're gonna hit yep. the car and, and head out yep. man we're driving they don't tell me like what neighborhood and stuff make a left here make a right here uh. we get off nature's four make that left in the and it was damn dixie oh, oh yeah you don't you know you don't go down <laughs> yeah up and they you, call you get home yeah they call dixie dixie because it's like as we were driving yeah, little, 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 little music started yeah, yeah you hit the background you hit do some has some music yeah dueling <laughs> banjos playing in the background as you're driving literally it's like every house is getting more and more dangerous where it's like uh confederate flag i know right uh you know and the flags get bigger the big the more deeper you, you go into go, the neighborhood like they what? get taller and taller women is that one on the on a standalone pole we gotta yeah. get out of here at First. one point it was just a house on blocks I was going to say, the and first, a big ass flag covering like half the house. That's it. Oh, first house you serious? First house you see is a pickup truck. Next house you see is a pickup truck on blocks with right. tires. And then when you turn around and like we went too far, it's like turn around. I'm like, I want to turn around and get out of here. Yeah. Oh, you good when I be like, fuck y'all. Right. Unless y'all are jumping out, we not stopping. Yeah, it's like we man, gonna have to brawl. And like, don't be scared, man. They cool. Don't worry about it. I'm who like, bro. Who was the girls? Some white chicks. I don't know them oh, chicks' man. names, man. I, like, he's talking about, yeah, man, we're going to go down there and hang out or something. We go down there. A dude comes out the house. Oh. And it's, I don't know if it's her dad or uncle or whatever, but I'm sitting up here like, this won't go well. Yeah. He came out to be cool. Like, he was actually like, oh, what's up? I'm cool with the black people. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting up here like, man, I just, I'm talking to the dude like, yeah, we're supposed to be going to play ball in a couple minutes, you know. Uh, yeah, right. They just yeah, want to talk to y'all. Them. They ain't hanging yeah. around here for long. Yeah, yeah I don't really. I'm not really with these Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to leave. Like, I never turned the car off. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> ain't that true. It's like, well, you know how you just put your foot on the brake instead of putting my, it in park? I'm going to leave my seatbelt on. Uh, yeah. yeah, in case somebody <laughs> comes shooting, I can roll out. 
yep. yeah and so and meanwhile while they're talking to these little fast girls you can see the girls are kind of nervous about them being down there yeah, too like, like y'all need to get inside the house I like know, before right? people see you right and um they like they're hanging in there it's going like five ten minutes now finally just got in the, got out the car i was like hey we gotta go or i'm leaving you yeah. ain't that true and you'll then be stuck your ass down here by yourself yeah because i'm just sitting outside looking at clansmen gather up and uh I know, right you know and they're like what man why i was like man white people are looking at me like uh Django on that horse <laughs> <laughs> like you know? i don't belong here what that nigga doing up on that horse? yeah so i i don't know man it was just it was crazy yeah, like that and and for me, I was I, I guess I was on the reverse side. I had a incident. This happened years ago. Me and my cousin uh, Maurice was at the house, and uh, I had a uh, uh, which my I didn't tell Maurice this, but I had uh, invited one of my uh, male friends over. So I knew he was coming, but my cousin didn't know he was coming. So uh, he had came to the door and tapped on the glass. Tap tap tap. And so uh, my my cousin Maurice was like, hello. Maurice didn't know who he was. So my cousin was like, who are you? He was like, I can't hear the CK. He's like, no, you didn't. So Maurice threatened him with a knife and ran them off. Oh. <laughs> and ran him and his brother off. He was like, no, Maurice, you, you can't know I'm not come here. Protecting that house. And so I got angry because he ran them off. And I got angry and punched him in the face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. made his nose bleed. He saw stars. Oh. He's like, I'm telling grandma. I know he gonna tell it. I know he gonna tell it. But when he saw your kids coming, he said, I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell yeah. it. Yeah. And see, that's what happened when you have fast girls around. Yeah. He told her I got in trouble, but at that yeah. period of time, I was like, you mean you ran him off with a knife. Yeah, I went somewhere with somebody when I was in the military. We got over to the house. And I just didn't feel right about it at all. He was trying to make it sound like it was all cool. But mm. when I saw the girl... And the way she was looking, like she wasn't expecting me to come with him. Mm-hmm. And she looked all nervous. I was like, well, what is this all about? Then she first thing she said was, where did y'all park? I where said, did y'all park? Yeah. I was like, damn, we parked. It was a trailer park. Like we had parked like near, you know, where where you park at, right beside the place. You can't park there. Y'all got to park down the street here because if he comes home, I said, oh, hell no. So I told the dude, we went outside. I said, he said, well, man, go move the car. I said, no, nah, you come go with me. So we got in the car, went right back to the base. But man, come on, take me. I said, you got to get somebody else to take you. I'll let you borrow the car, but I can't go down there. Yeah, no, it's, it's a very, like, this is a dumb, like, I just don't like being part of a dumb, dumb plan. plan. Right, man. And I like to be involved in the planning, because right, right. my plans are normally much smarter. Right. Like, uh, and, it wasn't that I never did anything I wasn't supposed right. to do we'll as a kid. Out. I just yeah. got caught at a much right. lower ratio right. than right. Rodney. Like, right. and then I, and then also I made my, my conceit stuff that I could deal, like, I could live with, uh, getting caught playing too much basketball. Right. Like right. that, that's the one that right. I don't think I'll get in trouble, but it won't be. It's like, you know, street lights are supposed to be home. It's like, okay, I messed up. I probably yeah. won't be able to come out tomorrow. But Rodney stuff is like, street lights ain't coming on. Let's go find some girls. I'm like, this is stupid. This is like compounding the problems, Let's dude. Come back home Tuesday. Right. Like <laughs> uh, Leonard Brothers asked, Mr. Morrow, which of your sons is the most like you? Which is the most like your wife? Or are they more of a balance between the two of you? Uh, I think Roderick is probably. A combination of the two. He's patient. The oldest son is Roderick right here. Patient, more uh, thoughtful, more uh, he's sensitive with my wife and myself, both sensitive. Rodney, on the other hand, I don't, he, we might not be his real parents. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we never, we've never been into the, like alien uh, out, out of space yet. You know? <laughs> so 
I don't know. I guess and Rod, I, Rodney has some a lot of his traits of his uh, mom. He's a uh, he can be a little cranky, unexpectedly cranky about stuff. Yeah, I think Rodney's more like my mom. Yeah, I'm more I'm more uh, happy most of the time, joking around, playing and stuff. And but Roderick can be kind of Roderick has that dry humor. You never know what he's thinking about. <laughs> that he'll just crack something over. But another trait you have, like me, Roderick, is I don't I'm not very sociable. There are mm-hmm. very few. You very seldom come over my house and see somebody over there visiting me. I'm yeah, just don't, I don't hang. I don't out. do a lot of socializing yeah. and right. friends mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have friends. Yeah, but we right. do. The people right. I'm friends with, right. it's, it's either pretty few. tight. That's right. Exactly. Um, yeah, like and a that's handful. Exactly what yeah. I mean, yeah. Rodney's more. He likes the more the merrier. You know, he yeah. likes the crowd. You know. And Rodney, yeah, and the thing that uh, Rodney was just also way cooler than yeah, me. Yeah, that's so right. That's I just, a good point. For the record, because some people are like, Rodney gets a bad rap. No, Rodney's oh, yeah. way cooler yeah, he, he, than he, I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, he, he was a dude where it was <laughs> like, hey, everybody want to be like him. Right, everybody, right, you know, yeah, he right, he, he right. was like the right. cool kid. Even in college, he was like that cool right. kid. He could have been the leader, you know. He yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we I definitely got to get him on the show soon. I, I'm trying to get him. I've been trying to get him on the show forever. Um, but he, and also kind of like my mom, the older he got, the less uptight Rodney was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he used to be kind of, uh, That's really emotional true. and yeah. all that stuff as yeah. a kid, but yeah. feels like now, you know, we have better conversations now than, yeah, uh, he's more, like, he's more back open. in the day. I've gone, I've gone fishing with him or maybe worked with him before and he's more open, but there are other times when I'm working with him and he's like cranked out, like he's just uptight and stuff and just, you know, just trying to be the ass for a minute. Yeah, yeah, know? he does that occasionally. Yeah, he just um. does that. And the other thing is, he likes to. I think. I think it's a general thing about people now. We watch a lot of of uh, talk radio and uh, talk TV and stuff like that, and things are a lot more confrontational. You know, politics. Yeah. Everything's very confrontational now. So people like to argue their point of view more forcefully than they did in the past. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned from that is, I, I've learned to listen to people and try to be more uh, open-minded about. Their, where their life experience is, because if a guy's 27 and he's arguing with me and I'm, you know, 57 or 58, then my, you know, my life. experience is different. Yes, yeah, it is. Know? So yeah. my perspective might be different. It doesn't mean his perspective is wrong or that mine is wrong. It's just different. Right. So, yeah, so. yeah. And he, I think he became more balanced later on. And yeah. Like, we're actually more friends now than I think when he was a kid, because yeah. it's hard to be friends when you're beating somebody up every couple of days to get them just to, like, man, I want it's like every day during the summer became a struggle of, am I going to have to fight you so that you can act right so that we can do stuff? Right. I like, this is for your benefit, not not just mine. So you help raise him, man. You yeah. help raise him. You're the big brother. You yeah, help it, raise him. And the thing about it, just, just talking to Roger, Roger was like, if anybody's going to be mad about us being in here, you are. I'm yeah. going to sit here and read That's comic right. books to be cool. Right. You're going to be the one huffing right. and puffing, angry because you can't go outside. Man, our fights turn into some Tom and Jerry shit at some points. Like, yeah. ah! you know how Tom and Jerry is extremely dangerous if oh, you yeah. if you take the time to think about yeah, what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it's but when you're watching, it's just funny. It's like, oh, he almost got Tom with that knife. But yeah. in real life, it's like, yo, dog, you just threw a knife at me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I want you to just clean the ditches, man. Right. <laughs> it is not that serious. Yeah. I remember the last time we fought, it was uh he finally was getting stronger than me. Yeah. And uh I was just laughing so much that I let him beat me up because yeah. I was like, man, you just he was still trying to take little brother aggression out on me. Yeah. I was like, man, you won, I don't care. Right. Like just just go ahead and get this over with. Yeah. And he like he wanted to fight me so bad. Yeah. 
uh when i came because he had been lifting weights what so he was gonna beat you up yeah <laughs> he was trying to start fights for nothing it's like yeah. hey man you hand me the cereal you get that cereal yourself boy yeah no right i'm like all right man i'll get the cereal i don't care <laughs> like, oh you gonna like get it the- ain't that important to me oh you just gonna get the cereal I'm like why do you want to fight me so bad yeah I had, a, I had an older brother like that one time we were eating something and I said something about the food I was eating was too spicy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he always wanted to fight me or something. He was like, well, you going to eat the shit. Yeah. I, just, I just looked at him like, oh, okay, man, what's that right. about? Right. Then, then I stopped by my girlfriend's house on the way home, and she had asthma. And when I stopped by there, there was another guy there mm-hmm. that used to like her. He was sitting there holding her hand, talking to her. So I looked in the room, and I saw him there. And uh, the girl saw me, but the guy didn't see me. So I just stepped back out when he got in my car and went home. Mm. And then they told the girl that I had stopped by there. She had asthma, started crying and shit. They thought she was going to die. Mm. So she called the house. My brother answered the phone. They told him what happened. He said, you need to go back up there and see about glory. I said, man, I need to eat first. And I had anything to eat. I'm going to just get me and grab me a quick bite. He said, you're going to take your ass up there now. <laughs> I said, Okay, man. All right. It's not that and that's serious. I've been working eight hours. I don't want to fight you about some girl is sick. Yeah, man, I definitely didn't want to. He was an older brother, though. So. Yeah, but it was, you know, that little sibling rivalry or whatever. But I, yeah, it, I was, it, I, I was just, I'm glad that he turned out okay, yeah, man. Yeah, he's, he's that's, the right, most, man. That's, that's the best part, yeah. man. Because he had some touch and go moments, but uh, I don't think he was ever in any real danger of uh you know too much bad stuff man yeah. so at least he wasn't trying to be a thug yeah he got his ass beat a few times you know trying to be pretty boy i think people didn't like him because he thought he's a pretty boy or something you know yeah but that was that's that's my dog um i told him if i ever need to meet me some women i'm gonna come talk to rodney because rodney knows some women <laughs> <laughs> uh rubox ride says everything about having your brother on the show in the future yes uh i, I talked to him all the time to be like you need to come do the show man and we had him on years ago yeah but uh i'll definitely have him back man we'll figure something out and is your daddy doing his stevie wonder impersonation says zachary no um i just do that because i'm cool all right guys uh this has been uh, another episode of blackout tips uh, another father's day down in the books um uh, later on today we're supposed to be on the insanity check podcast at 3 30 um also i'm gonna be on with uh abe and uh, greg They're, they have a podcast and uh later tonight i'm gonna be on a movie podcast right. talking about man of steel man so busy day uh so keep working for you guys we appreciate everybody that supports the show and uh thank you guys until tomorrow at nine where our guest will be larian actually hollywood um, larian mm-hmm. so until hollywood. then love you you too baby Mwah.